0: I got to tell you guys, can I just be straight up honest with you? Can I just, uh, can I just be transparent? I always will. I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous about this podcast. I'm a little nervous. And do you want to know why? It's because I decided to ask the followers on Instagram what questions they wanted me to answer on my podcast. And I would, and I just got flooded with all kinds of questions, but guys, I haven't read them ahead of time. I have them pulled up right here in front of me on my phone and you know, on Instagram stories, how they go away. So by the way, you can follow me on Instagram at Christy Code Red, C-R-I-S-T-Y, no H and Christy. It's so funny that my name is right in front of people, but they still misspell it. No H and Christy, Christy Code Red so I got a million responses, you know, oh, I know what I'm saying. So on Instagram stories, they go away in 24 hours, right? Well, I had to jump on here and I have to start rattling them off because they're going to go away. So, oh my gosh, I'm just going to go through one right after the other. Okay. So let's start off with, uh, I, and I, again, I don't know people's names. because It's like princess one, two, three. Well, I don't know, you know, like princess poopoo one, two, you know, Plus, I don't have permission to say people's names, so I'm just gonna start. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna rattle them off. This is very candid, you guys. What is your favorite recipe for bulletproof coffee? Uh, there are a lot of different recipes for for bulletproof coffee. It's kind of you call it bulletproof, but bulletproof is the name of Dave Asprey's company, and that's it's like calling all tissues Kleenex, right? So, um, or petroleum jelly, everybody just calls it Vaseline, but in anyway. So to bulletproof coffee, uh, you know, just like a high fat coffee, there are a lot of different things. Mine would probably be, you know, some, some coconut cream, some ghee, some stevia. I'm trying to think, boy, it's been a while since I made a bulletproof coffee. Cause I don't, I don't think, I don't think people should drink their calories. I think a little bit of MCT oil in the morning is, is good. Cause MCT oil is, is, is very unique and has a lot of great benefits, but, uh, I try not to like, you can make a five, 600 calorie bulletproof coffee if you're, if you're not, if you're not careful. So it's a great, a great way to get fat if you're really getting too many calories. But, so I don't, I don't drink it a lot, but I really like ghee. I really like coconut oil. I'm not saying I combine those two. I really like a coconut cream unsweetened and blend that together. A little bit of stevia. If that's not, if that's not creamy enough, then you know, usually it's it's sweet enough with just those ingredients, but you can always add a little bit of stevia to it. How do I find, how to find your why back to your why? She says, uh, when your why is cracked, my why is my family. So she's asking, I think, uh, how do I find my why when my why is cracked? My why is my family? Well, no, I think you just stated your answer. Your why is your family. But here's what, here's what I'm wondering. Like People like to say, like my why is my kids. But I want you to dig deeper. Dig, dig, dig. And really, really be detailed about your why. Don't just say, my why for losing weight is my kids. No, why is it your kids? Because I want to be around for my kids. Okay, why do you want to be around for your kids? Because my parents were not around for us. Okay. Why weren't your parents around for us? Because my dad was an alcoholic and died at the age of 49. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere, you know, like let's dig, dig, dig. And so you say, how do I find my why? You just, you just said my, why is my family? I would write down your why with old school, like pen and paper. I would tape it to your mirror or to your refrigerator, somewhere where you're going to see it all the time. Tape it to your dashboard. And I would start revisiting this over and over and over. I can't poop. What can I do to get pooping again? This is a very common a common question. We answer this on our help desk. If you go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash Help desk a lot of great ideas we are big fans of milk and magnesia we are big fans of uh well you want to start small you don't want like a colace you know you you don't want to I mean you don't want to go right for laxatives or something you know you want to start small and get the poop but you gotta poop the problem with pooping is people keep they think they're gonna poop tomorrow and then they think they're gonna poop tomorrow well pretty soon four days has gone by and you have not pooped. So you need to keep pooping. You don't want it. You don't want that stuff backing up. Okay. So go to our help desk uh, and, um, find out what, oh, see, we have very specific, you know, lots and lots of ideas. What time of the day should I try to finish my gallon of water? I hate waking up to pee. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, you should be filling, finishing it by 5.00 PM. Does every person, no matter what their size, need a gallon of water every day? Pretty much across the board, uh, a gallon is is safe for pretty much everybody. If you weigh less than 128 ounces, uh, you know, <laughs> if you weigh less than 128 pounds, then uh, you would probably need a little bit less than a than a gallon of water. But I mean, we've got like. Code Red leader Nicole Curtis, she's 125 pounds and she still drinks a gallon. Shelly Fulcher Kuntz, one of our Code Red certified coaches, she's 125 pounds. She still drinks a gallon. So you you get used to it. And some some people want to they want to drink more than what they than their body weight. But you know we're going into summer and and we're all going to be sweating. And and that it's pretty much across the board. Of course, always consult with your doctor if you are. Of course, I say consult with your doctor and. And then most medical community, they're just not, they're just not on board with this kind of, uh, this kind of nutrition plan, the, the proper human diet. So whatever. But anyway, consult with your doctor. How do I kick a dark chocolate addiction? I crave it, especially right after dinner. Yeah. Some of that, um, I see the girl's name. I almost said your name. Sorry about that. Some of that is habitual and some of it is actual, it could be a lack of sodium, Sometimes we have sugar cravings when we are low in sodium and you just need to change your habit. You need to start, try to swap out that habit for something else. I have cravings after dinner too. Sometimes I crave coffee. I don't have any, but so either swap, you need to swap out that habit for a different habit and you need to make sure your sodium level is nice and high. Do you suggest waiting after you wake up for a, say an hour or two to have your first meal? Um, no, not necessarily necessarily. Uh, that it's, you got to do what's right for you. I, yeah, no, there's really no no science or data to back that up. I do listen to your podcast, and I want you to talk a little bit about feeding period, please. There are just certain periods of the time where you eat, and certain periods of the time that you don't eat. So. That's all I'm talking about. You know, we have a, you know, we rebels do not eat after a certain hour of the evening and that's making, that's your non-feeding window. You don't want to complicate that. And I'm not going to go into fasting versus feeding and I'm not going to go into intermittent fasting. I don't talk about that on Code Red. I have a lot of interest in it and I know quite a bit about it, but I, I can't, it just confuses people and it scares people when you talk about intermittent fasting or even say the word fasting. So a feeding period is just, do you want me to actually talk about my feeding period? Because my feeding period is a certain period of time that works for me. But you have to find the time that works for you. And the problem with me telling you what that is is everybody will start to do it. And I, I can't let that happen because everybody's. I, I want you to start th- thinking critically and finding what works for you. A dumb question, but zero everything energy drinks just once in a while. Yeah, in weight loss mode, I would definitely stay away from those just because we really want to make sure we get used to drinking that water. What time should I stop drinking my water? I covered that already. No snacks at all, not even macadamia nuts. Absolutely not. No snacks no snacks, no snacks, no snacks. Do not eat anything between your meals. You want at least five hours between meals. We've covered that on other podcasts. No snacking, not even healthy snacks. I'm a fairly new follower. How did you get started? Did you lose weight with your program? Yes. That's how I got the Code Red Lifestyle started. I was fat myself. And I was exercising three to five hours a day, and yet I was still getting fatter. I was the fattest, yet the fittest I'd ever been. And when I realized, I changed my diet, did some research, found Dr. Hyman, found the code, the um, high fat lifestyle, high fat, low carb, and tried it out and lost all my weight uh, without, and and it it had nothing to do with exercise. And that's when I realized, and I've talked about this on another podcast, but that's when I realized that everybody can do this because exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. And so, uh, one time when I came back from, I would, I maintain my weight and then I went to Italy the first time and I came back, I gained 10 pounds in Italy. And that was after riding my road bike, 70 miles a day for nine days, all through Tuscany, 70, seven, zero. Yes. I said it. And I don't even drink wine. I don't even drink. And yet, I still gained ten pounds in Italy. And so, I put myself back on my own program. I wrote myself a program and everything. and put it in a book and everything. And I lost all the weight in one month. It was incredible. And then that's anyway. That's how the whole thing got started. The difference between taking metformin and magnesium. Metformin is a diabetic. That's for diet. That's for diabetic. The magnesium is a mineral. So there's no. There you're talking about apples and oranges here. So I don't. Metformin is prescribed by your doctor to treat diabetes and magnesium is something that, that is a mineral that pretty much 88% of all Americans are deficient in and you can take, everybody can take it. How does code red affect pregnancy and breastfeeding? Um, we believe that real food, water and sleep is healthy for everybody, but because of liability reasons, uh, I'm not, I cannot comment on this. So you'll need to talk to your, um, your OB about this. Sorry. I would have never known that corn and peas weren't considered veggies. Any other items like that? Uh, here's the problem with corn and peas. They're just they're uh, corns a grain and peas are starchy, and so we we stay away from them during weight loss. You know, there's nothing bad about them. I, I don't there, I don't think there's anything bad about corn on the cob and peas. But those are the two items that we have found that do slow down your weight loss. Any other items like that? Uh, she asks. um you know, potatoes, sweet potatoes, yams, potato, potatoes, you know, like russet potatoes, those will also slow down your weight loss. And people think that they're, that they're just fine to eat. Problem is, I mean, who wants to have a slow weight loss? I just take you off these things to get the weight off. And another item you might, you might, that might fall into this category, Kim is actually lentils and legumes. They will slow down your weight loss as well. So we take you off those during weight loss mode. Does Code Red work if you have previously had an eating disorder? I am now six years recovered. Code Red works for anybody. I don't think that there's, I'm, I, I, as you can see, I have not read these questions early, uh, beforehand. I don't think there's any problem. If you're recovered, recovering from an eating disorder and Code Red is focused on real food, water, and sleep, then yeah, it will work for you. I'm talking about getting off. The crap, the processed sugar, chemical-laden crap, the soda, the Red Bulls, the lattes, the alcohol—that kind of stuff. So, of course, Code Red's gonna—I mean, that's that's healthy for everybody. There's nothing healthy about prepackaged lean cuisines, guys. Come on. So, where you're gonna have problems with an eating disorder is probably programs to have you meticulously track your food. But a challenge is gonna be fine if you just follow challenge rules. Can you talk, how do you talk to your doctor about code red if they're not on board and you and they're a skeptic? Yeah. Great question. Um, what we do is the best way to have the best thing to do is have those four by six cards that I have. You guys know those four by six cards It says, what is code red? It's a for for a uh, front and back of the card. And that's a great way to explain. Oh, and, and really guys, you just need to tell your doctor it's real food, water, and sleep. How can a doctor argue with that? any doctor is going to be the most conservative doctor is going to love the fact that you're getting off processed food and sugar. Everybody knows about the dangers of sugar. Everybody should know. This has been widely known since, since Ansel Keys and John Yudkin were going head to head in the, in the the 60s and the 50s. And so this is not, this is not controversial. I think that any doctor would agree with getting off diet coke in drinking water. I think any doctor would agree with at least seven hours of sleep at night. So, don't make it too complicated when you're doc- talking to your doctor about code red. Take them the take them the food list, take them the rules list, and show them this is what I'm doing. I just can't see a doctor that would um, that would be against it. Uh, will there ever be a cheaper version of the custom program? <laughs> You know, why would I, why would I cheapen the program for 997? You can get your custom numbers and see, here's the problem. The problem is this person doesn't value, doesn't see the value in the custom program. And there's nothing I can do about that, but absolutely not. I am absolutely not going to cheapen my program in, in any way, shape or form. The program is tons of value. The deliverables are outstanding. People are finding hope and healing. They're losing all their weight from a 997 program. You get three months with a coach in a coaching group that is outstanding. You turn in your weight every Friday. You're expected to lose 1% of your body weight a week. Most people can get all their weight off in that 90 day period. Some people need longer. So I think that that's a ton of value with videos and content, support, education, information, accountability. Tell me what program? Tell me what other program even comes close to Code Red. So I am absolutely not gonna offer a cheaper version. And cheaper was the wrong word for you to use because that just, that I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna cheapen my program. You just don't see the value. Sleep, do you recommend the eight hours be just at once or six hours plus a nap count? I recommend at least seven hours a night. Eight is even better. Uh, there are studies that show that cat naps do add up. Uh, it's not ideal, but you're really, you're really looking for quality sleep. So if that's what you can do, if you're if you have a new baby and you're taking naps with the baby, like you're getting your sleep in, I mean, you, your weight loss might be slower, but you can certainly do it. Um no, I don't recommend I don't recommend cat naps. I think that you're going to see a slower a slower weight loss with 6 hours plus cat naps, but do your do your best with whatever situation you're going through. Um what do you think about cheese while on maintenance? Moderation or ditch it totally? Great question, Amy. I don't really believe in moderation. I think moderation can get us in a lot of trouble. Have you ever taken a slice of cheese, sliced it off like whatever normal slice that you would normally do and then weigh it on a food scale. One ounce is 110 calories. And I know a lot of people, myself included, that could slice off a lot of those slices and eat it like it ain't nothing. And you've added up 500 calories of extra cheese. So also cheese is inflammatory. If you're gonna, sw- if you're gonna do cheese and maintenance, I would switch to goat cheese. Uh, and, and just be careful with it. Are your eyebrows microbladed? Yes, they are. Boise Brows. Boise brows uh, tattooed my brows on. I have the powder brows. I love them. The classic question, Chris McAllister says, "That's okay if I say her name because she's one of our leaders." What is the difference between Code Red and Keto? Great question. I answer this also on our help desk. If you ever want to know um, the the answers to a lot of our questions, our most common questions, they're uh, under the help desk on our website, CodeRedLifestyle.com. Keto, the traditional keto diet is um, 75% fat, 15% protein and approximately 10%, let's see, 15, 10 and 75, 15. What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, 75, 15 and 10 of anyway, the, the classic keto diet is 75% fat. My problem with that is that when you're that high in fat, you have to sacrifice something. And normally people sacrifice veggies. And I can't lay my head down at night knowing I told people to not eat veggies and, and instead eat bacon. All right? I just don't forget. I just don't believe in bacon, bacon, and bacon for long-term sustainability for our health and our planet. Code red. When we keep the, the fat percentage around 60% of our intake, then that allows room for plenty of veggies and with by still keeping the carbs at 10% of your, your intake also keto allows cheese and we don't allow cheese cuz that is going to slow down your weight loss and people just tend to cheese it up like they just like yuck, da 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 yatta yup, da da like dancing and cheese cheese just flying around the room so that is the big biggest difference with between code code red and keto we keep the fat percentage just a bit lower in order to allow more room for veggies let me scroll down here. Uh, Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, when are you coming back to New Hampshire? So she's referring to, I'm assuming as a, she, um, she's referring to, um, when I spoke at the, uh, women inspiring conference in New Hampshire in October of 2018. And they have not asked me to come back. I, I would come back if, if, um, she asked me to come back, um, and, and be the keynote, I would totally do it if the price is right and the timing was right, but they haven't asked me And my October is getting really booked up already. So if she's doing it again in October, she's got to let me know. Cause uh, we are, I think like 75% booked in October. I think I only have, uh, I I literally only have one weekend left. So I would love to come back to New Hampshire. I had a great time. Uh, we were able to reach a nice big group of 400 ladies and and a lot of people found hope and healing from that. So uh, and I, I think I'm a good speaker and, and fun to listen to. So are fruits, beans, cheese considered something to eat in the 10% off code red in maintenance, 10% off. Oh, I see what you're saying, Jamie. So you're saying, um, so if you follow the 90-10 split, so in maintenance, some people follow the 90, and I think I talk about this in my book, nine, you, you follow code red 90% of the time, and then you eat non-code red items 10% of the time. Yeah. I would consider fruit, beans, and cheese to be part of that 10% of non-code red food. Yes. I've been debating using Ultima. I know it's a sweetened with stevia. Does it ever st- cause stalls? Um, Jamie, I have never noticed it to cause a stall before. What is the best exercise you can do to help the breasts that are sagging after weight loss? Breasts are primarily primarily fat tissue, and there's nothing wrong with them, but there are some things to do you can do chest exercises, and the best chest exercise out there is the push up? I mean, hands down, it's the push up. So, you want it, you can do push ups, you can drop down, you can bang out push ups anytime, anywhere, in any circumstance. Even if you're wearing a dress, you can do push ups. So, I would definitely start there. And then, of course, uh, from there, if you're a member of a gym and you're conditioned for it, then and definitely some dumbbell bench press and some other chest exercises, some, some chest flies, things like that. How do you front load when you don't have much of an appetite in the, until the afternoon and evening? Well, that means you don't need to front load. And here's what she's talking about. We do recommend people front load their day with the most amount of calories and then taper off their, their calories as they taper down their day. But you might, if you don't have an appetite until later in the afternoon or evening, that is I, a part of me wants to say, Hey, listen, maybe you can start uh, conditioning yourself to maybe eat at 11 AM, like 11 and four or 10 and three or 11 and five, you know, and not when the first time in the first thing in the morning, but if you're truly, truly don't have an appetite until the afternoon and evening, it makes me wonder when you're eating your last meal. I would eat my last, if I were you, I would try to get away from that late, afternoon slash evening eating by not eating so late in the afternoon. Because I'm telling you, if you have your last meal at three or two or four, oh, you're going to be hungry. You're going to be yeah. hungry by the next morning. Let me tell you, that's quite a long eating, uh, non-eating window. So I would, I would consider pushing that evening meal back and start conditioning yourself to eat earlier in the afternoon and then not eating so like right up against that 6.30 rule. We find the people that that eat at at six thirty, their weight loss is slower. So if you can eat a little earlier in the evening, you're all, you're gonna be much better with your weight loss rate of rate of loss. How did you meet miles? I was a spin instructor uh, at Gold's gym, and then axiom gold's uh, in Boise was bought. they switched over to Axiom. They got out of the gold's name. Uh, and this was uh, boy, when what year was this? 2010? And miles was a student and he wrote in my spin class, and he was so shy. And he wouldn't, he, he was so shy. He wouldn't talk to me. And then he invited me on a bike ride and we fell in love. It was just amazing. I'd never ridden a road bike. I borrowed a bike and I rode with him. And, um, we just spent, we have ridden uh, countless miles all over the world together on bikes. He is wonderful. What is your biggest tip for those getting started in nutrition and fitness? what do you mean getting started? Like you want to teach it? I wish I knew more about this answer. You mean to teach it or to start learning about it? I guess I'll answer that both ways. Cause I don't know which one you mean the biggest tip for those getting started in nutrition and the fitness world. If you're just wanting to learn like, so that you can have like, like you're a student and you're, you're just, you're overweight and you want to get started on, on losing some weight and then starting to work out. If that's what you're talking about, I definitely would start with a 10 pound takedown challenge or start with, um, one of my programs, uh, and I'll, that will teach you the code red way of looking at things. If you're, and then if you want to get started in fitness, like you're out of shape and you want to start getting into shape, if that's what you mean. I would definitely hire a trainer hire someone with a good reputation, someone that, that has, it's good. It comes with good referrals, someone who understands functional fitness, someone who understands the new way of looking at fitness and, and start from there. Don't try to do it yourself. You can, there are lots of YouTube videos. You can start with some body weight stuff only in your own home, But don't just walk into a CrossFit gym or walk into a a 24-hour fitness and just start throwing up weights. It's a great way to get yourself hurt. You have no idea what you're talking about. And a lot of people get injured in the gym. So if you do want to go to a CrossFit gym, and I don't know what town you're in, a lot of them have beginner courses. I would take a beginning CrossFit course. And most CrossFit gyms are not going to let you progress too hard. Now, if you were talking about someone who wants to get started in Teaching fitness and nutrition, I don't. I don't even know what to tell you. I would definitely go. Go get your NASM. Go get your. Go get, go get your CSCS if you can. Uh, go get certified and trained in as many areas of personal training as you possibly can because personal training has really changed since I've been in it since 1994. And let me tell you, we are, I mean, the old school, like us knuckle draggers, we were doing things uh, old school compared to the way they do things now. It's really much more functional fitness, multi-joint compound movements, uh, get in, get out, be in the gym less than 30 minutes. Um, So it's much different than it used to be. Um, So definitely go get certified, go get trained in TRX, go get trained in, in, and you know, spin, go get trained get your NASM, get your, um, you know, get your CSCS. If you have a bachelor's degree, you can take the CSCS. Uh, and as far as getting trained in nutrition, you know, I don't know what to tell you about that part. Cause I believe what I believe, and I don't believe in traditional nutrition. I don't believe in my plate. I don't believe in the food pyramid. I believe that the medical community is taught wrong. Uh, I believe that if you go to RD school to get your registered dietitian license, you're going to be taught the old method. And I don't believe in that. So uh, if you're interested in teaching functional nutrition, uh, functional nutrition, um, functional, well, I think that's kind of what I'm thinking. Then like go go intern with something like the Cleveland Clinic or something where they think where they they believe in data science and research for the ketogenic lifestyle or a high fat, low carb or uh, something that's backed by science because the my plate and the food pyramid, that's backed by industry. And you need to understand that's what you're going to get if you go to a traditional school. So I don't know what you meant by that question, but that's, I answered it both ways. Oh, you guys, I went through all the questions that were given to me. So, and we're kind of right at 28 minutes. So that's a pretty long podcast. Um, Guys, you can always get lots of information on coderedlifestyle.com. You can look us up. We offer counseling programs. We offer accountability programs. And of course, we offer the custom program. And it is highly effective, fantastic. You can read about the success stories. You can read about the coaches available, bringing on more coaches in summer of 2019. Uh, it's really a very well-developed program that I've been working on for years and years and years. I've been in this this industry for 25 years and I know it right and left. And um, I put myself up against anybody when it comes to getting weight off people. Nobody gets weight off people better than I do. And if you really, really want it, if you're serious, if you're serious about getting your life back, taking your health back, then come to us but you need to understand you're going to get some tough love. All right. And then nobody's going to baby you. We're not going to, we're not going to baby you. We're not going to, um, coddle you. We're going to love you, but we're going to expect results. We're going to give you the, guide, the guidance, but we're going to expect, expect results. So we don't see in kumbaya. And if you, if you're okay with that, come to us. And the tough love approach seems to work for a lot of people. Okay. Great talking to you guys. Great questions. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review this podcast. That would be just so helpful. Speaking of help, let me know if I can help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, check out my programs and see what we can do for you. Until next time, Rebel On.